Once upon a time, there was a man named Lot. He lived in Warm Springs, New York with his wife and two children. He was blessed and knew it and was very happy with his life. But it wasn't perfect. Lot's wife traveled for work frequently and he rarely saw her. And while Lot hid it well, the time apart began to take its toll. So to help himself, every Wednesday evening, he'd get a babysitter and spend the night at the Manhattan Hotel bar where he met his wife. He'd call her if he could, and they'd talk a while. But most nights, Lot sat quietly alone, sipping his wife's favorite drink, a vodka martini. He'd finish it, pay for it, and get home in time to read his children a bedtime story. Lot would feel better, and just a little less alone. But tonight would be different. Lot would be tapped on the shoulder and turn around to see a beautiful brunette standing behind him, wearing a black cocktail dress. He'd leap out of his chair and embrace her, for this woman was his wife. She'd taken a few personal days and wanted to surprise him and their children. He was overjoyed and ordered a round of vodka martinis to celebrate. They talked long into the night, until it was time to relieve the babysitter. But his wife would hand him a hotel key card and tell him the babysitter agreed to stay the night. And as they walked arm in arm to the hotel room, Lot was reminded just how much he loved the woman beaming next to him. She looked like his wife, smelled like his wife, even felt like his wife. But the woman was not Lot's wife. things have gotten me into enough trouble already. My wife doesn't need any more possible ammunition. You know what? Could we just turn the phones all the way off? You're a saint. Anyway, it was last Friday, date night at our house, and we had tickets to the theater. It was a nice show. Wife and I had a couple drinks, and kids were nowhere to be found. It was fun. You need those nights. Keeps the glue together. So we're on our way out when my wife says the babysitter is staying the night and she rented a room at a motel. Now, I would have rather stayed home and saved the money, but I thought about the glue, and the glue is important, so I went. 
and everything was great until I woke up. The phone rang, and a voice that was not my wife's answered it. I sat up and saw black hair and blue eyes, and my wife has brown hair and green eyes. The woman tells me how much fun she had last night and shows me some of that fun on her phone and says if I don't deposit $10,000 into her account by the end of the week, my wife was going to see just how much fun we had. I swear on my children that I went to bed with my wife that night, but woke up to a different woman entirely. <laughs> what am I supposed to make of that? I ignored these stories in the beginning. It sounded like guilt that wanted a way out. But a month later, another man came to tell me the same story. And a month later, another. And another. And after a while, it's hard not to see a pattern. That something wasn't quite right. But there wasn't much to go on, either. Jerry should clarify. Because Jerry's not talking about the tourists or the suits flying in and out of JFK. Jerry isn't even talking about the rest of New York. Jerry's talking about the people who walk these streets every day. And believe those streets somehow are worth walking over and over again. There are eight million of those crazy bastards. Hell, the Bronx is bigger than all of Paris. And Jerry hates to break it to you. But lots of them have black hair. And you and Jerry know the name Sally's an alias, and it's not going to get us anywhere. No, this woman knows how to disappear. And Jerry's going to need more than a hair color and a fake name to find her. It was worth a shot. Jerry had a way of finding the smallest needles in the largest haystacks. But I guess even he has limits. I put my phone back in my pocket and turned to a rustic wooden door with a golden 66 hanging over it. It was the last place my client saw her, the motel room they rented Friday evening. After showing the Benjamin Franklin, the attendant told me no one had rented the room since Friday night. And if there was a way to find her... It was in that room. We were supposed to grow together, you and I. Find a world for the two of us. Isn't that what you said? Isn't that what you wanted? But I guess I was just along for your ride. That was never what you wanted. So go then. I can't stop you. But it's not over. <laughs> no, not by a long shot. We're only beginning. <laughs> Jerry does not like not knowing. Makes Jerry nervous. A Sally logged into a public computer terminal last Thursday at the Warm Springs Library. New York City motels and Manhattan hotels were in her search history. Now probably not your Sally. But maybe. Really? 
Why here? Don't get me wrong, I love Warm Springs. It's beautiful, quiet, and cheap. My three favorite things. But the only time anything happens is the annual boating competition. Though I'm sure you know all about that if you're writing a history. Yes, Maggie. Apologies. I know I have a loud voice. You told me yesterday. Mm hmm. My shift is over in a half an hour. The archives are this way. I was giving you a hard time back there. I just don't think there's anything to know. We're a boring old boating town. I love it. But I'd be shocked if anyone around the world felt the same. The newspaper clippings are to your right. The shelf is Warm Springs over the years. You probably know most of it. Everything is in chronological order here. Thanks to our person that could be had like It was nice, Mom. We had a good time. Oh, just the diner on Main Street. Nothing fancy. I don't know, Mom. I like him. Can we just leave it at that, please? Mom? Mara went out, right? She went to the store? Get off me! She's inside! Mara's inside! You have to get to her! You have to- some sort of trance or something you put your hand out and you were gone oh, this picture it's the fire of 2015 I knew the family lost one of their daughters they were never quite the same after that not sure I would be either sister still lives nearby but I don't know if she'd talk about it Hi, Mara. <laughs> Must be sleepwalking again. Ugh, jet lag is gonna be a bitch tomorrow. Is it peaceful when it's over? Do you finally get to rest? I hope so. I made mistakes, Mara. Once upon a time, there was a woman named Mara. She spent her life learning how to shapeshift into others so that she could trick a married man. She practiced until it was second nature and any man and anyone would be fooled by her transformation. Then it came. Time to take away what had been taken from her. So she followed them, listened to them until she could become them. 
and then she waited for that very special day. The anniversary of her death. A Wednesday. When the husband would be alone and vulnerable, and he ate it up, just like all the others, and life was good. Because everything she ever worked for would finally come to pass, and her sister would know, really know, what it was like to be her. But when the door closed, the man stiffened and pulled away. Had she changed? She glanced into the mirror and said a few things. No, no, she was the same. It was him that was changing. First the head empty, as the day he was born sprouted jet black. The eyes darkened from blue to brown, and the belly thinned, and the arms shriveled, and within seconds the man had gone, and another had taken his place. My hand tightened around the gun in my purse, but he made no move, nor uttered a word. He simply took his phone out and pressed a button. My sister's voice began to play, and at first it was nonsense. Complaining about her perfect life, and I nearly pulled a gun. But she went on about other things. I made mistakes, Mara. I really did. My husband was yours. Anybody could see that. And I took him from you. I didn't mean to. It just sort of happened. And then he chose me over you. If I could go back, I would tell you. Show you that I cared, even if it didn't make it better. And I hope you know I'm sorry. It was never about hurting you. It was always about wanting him. I hope you're at peace. Good night. The man put his phone back in his pocket and opened the door to leave. And I heard myself ask. When you could forgive, did you? No, he said, and shut the door behind him. Episode 3, Woman Unexpected, starring Matt Francisco as Matt, Julie Medina as the librarian, Kim Del Rio as Jerry, Lindsay Marie Wilson as Mara, 
Lisa Nicole Young as Meg, Jacob Quinn as the man with no name, and music and sound by Circle Tone. Thanks for listening.